Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Old Habits Podcast. My name is Ryan, and I will be hosting our discussion today. Uh, we do not have Mike with us. Um, we had a, a couple uh, scheduling conflicts throughout the week. It's been a crazy week. Um, so it's just me uh, taking chance through more Everyman Hybrid. Um, and today we have a couple of announcements to get through on top of, uh, a couple of corrections. I think just one actually. Um, but for our announcements, first of all, um, it's coming up on the holidays soon. Uh, we've got like one more week and Christmas is falling on a weekend, uh, this time around. So we are going to just be sort of skipping it um so there won't be a new episode next week just to let everybody know um and our second announcement a very fun and unexpected one um we now have socials we have a email address at old that's uh, old habits pod at gmail.com as well as a twitter which is also at old habits pod um, and very unexpectedly, like literally minutes after I had made the account and, um, you know, I, I just, I decided, well, I should probably follow the relevant accounts for the series, you know, uh, the EMH Twitter, can you see the words Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, as well as the guys like personal Twitter accounts, um, and, and almost immediately, uh, our pal Jeff uh, decided to comment and retweet and give us a little signal boost. So that was very, very cool of him. Um, and if you are new and and just started listening from that, uh, welcome. Uh, we're glad to have you. Hopefully, we can entertain. Uh, so yeah, that was that was the major announcement for today. Um, and of course, you can contact us using those, uh, the email and the Twitter. Uh, we may add on a bit of a like questions and comments uh, section to the podcast towards the end of episodes. Um, if people have burning questions for, I, I would assume more for Chance, because like, I can't answer anything that's going to spoil stuff for him. So, so if you have questions for like myself or Mike, just tailor them so that they don't spoil too much. Uh, that's all I would say. Uh, and then I have one correction um, from last episode before we jump right into this next batch discussing stuff. And that was, we had said that Evan finding the Can You See the Words blog was like entirely like on his own and that had never come up before. And that's not true. Uh, Actually, this next batch of videos we watched corrected it for us, honestly, um, because Vince mentions it. But the phrase, can you see the words, was actually drawn out in that little makeshift shrine with all the burnt pictures. And I believe audience members ended up searching that up, finding the blog, sending it to them in an email, and then Evan took it upon himself to check it out. Um, so it wasn't entirely of his own volition. Uh, so that was it. I think that was the only thing that I needed to correct from that. So without further ado, I'm running out of breath because I'm just going off on a spiel. Uh, I'm going to throw it to Chance. How how do you feel about everything that's happened so far? And uh, just to reiterate, we watched through No Hysterics Not Yet all the way down to the Centralia video. And yesterday we went through and uh, went over all the ARG stuff, all the off-camera stuff. Um, so he has been filled in. So yeah, okay. what you got for this? <laughs> so obviously there's a lot to cover. Um, <laughs> my, my first instance that I can think of is the introduction of a new cryptid. Yes. 
um, because that stands out probably amongst everything else with this batch. Um, and I admittedly, I do know what it is just because I, I've seen things about it elsewhere on the internet, like ahead of time, like people playing video games based around it and just right. like random pictures and stuff. And I think, uh, I don't think it's meant to be all that much of a mystery for very long. I mean, throughout the whole series, I don't think they ever even like mention it by name, but I mean, since the first frames of it appearing, people are like, oh shit, that's the rake. Yeah. Because like, it's a pretty famous creepypasta. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, the second I saw it, I was like, oh, I know what that is. And like the slashing and tearing up of paper and mm-hmm. all that wonderful stuff. And uh, and the mention of whispers in the stuff that's not on YouTube, I think, because I don't think they mentioned whisper whispering in any of the videos. No. Um, actually, I think that's I may be wrong, but I don't feel like any of the characters actually like physically hear that. I think that's just stuff that's meant for the viewers to pick up in the audio okay. of the videos. So, okay, but it is there, and it's definitely indicative of the Rake's lore, you know. Yeah, and beyond that too, there's the the mention in the uh, the papers found in the boxes. Or the box and the bag. Oh about, god! Yeah, are you, talking, about, are you talking about the Corinthal reports? Yeah, the Corinthal reports about uh, Evan and uh, and Vinny. Yeah, we're gonna have to. <laughs> we're probably gonna have to dedicate some time specifically to Corinthal reports. Yeah, because uh, I mean, there's so much to like gain, I guess, from oh, yeah. looking into that. Yeah, because I mean, our I think anybody who's listened to the episode so far knows like our format's very loose we just kind of bounce around between stuff and hopefully the the implication is that like you guys listening have have gone and either already seen this or rewatched it or 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 watching along so that you have some semblance of the stuff we're talking about without having to go like step by step um but i think the corinthal reports and other sort of lore things definitely warrant like a bit of a slower like methodical uh breakdown yeah i mean not 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 to go like super deep into it but like the the discovering at least evan's name in the box episode cuz it, it was like it was too blurry on youtube to read the the second report from the bag from just the video the the box video at least they took pictures of it yeah but uh, the mention of his like nickname being Habit, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like making the connection at least to our the name of our podcast anyway. Well, yeah, and yeah. also it's it it just continues to be brought up more and more and more, uh, particularly on the EMH Twitter with the the new uh, development of these unsigned tweets that keep showing up that seem to be mostly from this person uh and occasionally maybe slender man also because we have a little bit of a flame war that occurs that's great we get two flame wars in this batch of video <laughs> or, or yeah. this, this time slot which is great we have jeff and damsel going off on each other and then presumably habit and slender man <laughs> yeah and obviously there's like more looking into damsel and how Jeff is, is like going pretty hard on his theory that she has something to do with like the disappearance of uh Jessa. Yeah. And just like general meddling with their group. The whole time I was watching through this, because it's been a while since I've watched like the older parts of the series. I've gone back and rewatched a lot of what I guess you could call like act three. Um, I'd say we're getting into Act Two now, when all the habit stuff stuff starts, and they start actually providing lore. Um, so I'd say we're getting into Act Two, but I haven't like gone back and watched most of this. So when I was watching through, I was like, "Oh my god, this is like almost a hundred percent corroborating all the stuff Chance was like starting to theorize about with with Damsel and and Evan and all that." 
Yeah, like, because it paints a very specific picture. Which one was it? The the reunion one, uh, where Evan Evan is the one that finds the paper, and that came off as suspicious to me. Like he knew where to look for it. Oh, hmm. you know what I, you know what I mean? Because he, uh, they're in the school. I think it is. Yeah, the um, <clears throat> burned down school in Lambertville, which. I should make the distinction. This is not the burned down school that Jeff had gone to on his own where he found medical papers. Yeah. This is a different one because they get the postcard uh, greetings from the land of Ashen Waste. Um, supposedly, I, I guess we're supposed to think that Habit specifically sent that to them because it was marked with his name. Um and I think the situation there, again, it's been a very long time. I don't remember 100%. Um, and I haven't done a ton of research to like get all these details. But I think what the situation was, was that they got that. And um, they sh showed a picture of it on Twitter, like, what the hell is this? And then people, like viewers, kept sort of sending suggestions in of like what that could mean and that's why it took a couple tries to sort of end up in the right place but the burnt out lambertville school which i guess was actually like that's an actual thing it was a school that had burned down at some point how many um, how many schools did they go to that burned down this thing i don't know man like there's there's a lot of uh, abandoned places, urban exploring in the series. There's plenty more to come too. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that's sweet. Not not like that the school burned down, but that they have those <laughs> places to explore. Oh yeah. Um, I think yeah, there was another Slenderman sighting in that school, or immediately after. I think. I'm pretty sure. Is it? I don't. I don't know. I. I'm going to have to scrub through this video because there's very clearly a Slenderman sighting and altercation in a video much later. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not to go like silent. Yes. Not. Yeah. There was a Slenderman sighting there. Okay. It's one of those it's one of those where it doesn't seem like they notice it necessarily. It just gets picked up by the camera. Yeah. There's also the mention of uh uh Winnie. Linny. Linny. Yeah. Okay. Linny is I would say don't get caught up on Linny and like William, the the guy that supposedly wrote to Linny saying like, hey, there's this group of guys up in Jersey. You might want to go look into that. Um, I don't know if they had planned to make those characters more significant. Um, but not a lot comes of it. I think it's just a matter of like the rake had to come from somewhere and had to be like okay. har harassing somebody before the guys. Um, and I think that's sort of I think that's all that little side story serves is just like some background on where the rake came from and like why it's up there and what it's doing. Um, okay, so it's like a plot point then. Kind of. Because Linny is at, at least at the time when this was new, it was pretty much immediately presumed that Linny is the dead girl they find. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's what I thought. I, I figured that's why she was holding the note. Yeah, albeit in like a case. very obvious manner. Yeah, and that's another um, sort of sticky point here, where it's becoming more and more clear that, like, it it almost requires a suspension of disbelief at how 
completely uninterested the police are in any of the things happening here. Yeah, because, I mean, typically speaking, uh, if they had, like, a video recording of it, why can't they show the video to the police? Yeah. But... I, the only I thing get... the police the only thing the police will do is institutionalize a girl on the word of a random guy who knows her. Yeah, that like you said, suspension of disbelief. <laughs> you you kind of have to just ignore that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Although I will say without at risk of giving too much away, there can be an explanation for um why the police maybe don't interact with this situation in the way you'd expect them to. There is technically like an in-universe explanation for it, kind of, hmm. but we won't get to that until much, much, much later. So okay. for now, it's just like you just have to run with it. It's another one of those it'll be explained later things. Yeah. Um. One thing I noticed, and I'm not sure how important this is, uh, I think it was in the post the postcard they got. Mm-hmm. Uh, the greetings from the land of ash and waste. Yep. They openly admit to the fake Slenderman thing. Like before, it was like obvious that they had they were faking something, but this is like the first instance of them like actually saying they're faking the Slenderman thing, or that they faked it. Oh, like at the beginning of uh, Cops Check Nobody, when they're in the car and they're like going over stuff with Jesse? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely... At, at this point, it's that whole thing has been entirely <laughs> dropped. Right. I just thought um, it was interesting that they brought that back up and were like more specific with it. Yeah. It's also in the Congratulations Magus video, they, they say that. Um, and actually... That video, it, the way they talk, it almost feels like the only time they're ever out of character in this whole series. Yeah. Like that little intro part where they're like, hey, congrats, we're going to get you your thing. Um, right. It, it seems like they're answering like fan mail. Yeah, 100%. But like even not even just like as the EMH guys, just like as themselves, which is weird because I got to say. I am incredibly impressed with how long these guys held up being in character. Literally every interaction that they had with viewers from all the way back in 2010, all the way to 2018 was pretty much 100% in character, whether it was like live streams, email. Uh, Sometimes they had fan meetups like we're going to see some videos from a fan meetup where they 100% stay in character the whole time. It's like that, very impressive. That is amazing. Uh, to think that they could actually <laughs> keep that up for that long. With the exception of like the last few years, like people knew their personal social media stuff and like they were just themselves on those accounts. But like if anything having to do with the MH, it was strictly in character well right i mean you have to have some separation from it otherwise you like go mad oh yeah so no i'm glad that they have at least a little bit of separate as plus it's like it's finished for them now other than us talking about it but (laughs) right um i during the speaking of the congratulations majors uh video mm-hmm. i could have swore i saw something in the shadow of like that an, an, that one part where it kind of goes dark it almost looked like a face oh uh, that's right. very possible i couldn't quite make it like it it was just I, I i think my brain was just making it look like a face even though it was just a weird shadow like a weird effect with the camera maybe I can't tell, honestly. I'm looking through it right now. It was just like a, a split second. Hmm. But the one, I, I one of the interesting things there is, I mean, obviously he's like 
he oh okay so in the transcript it it does kind of say so the camera's pointed at the shed a shadowy figure is in front of the shed and Slenderman is on the shed's roof right I, I saw Slenderman on top okay and that's when Jeff's like oh Jessa and he like runs after yeah now I didn't even realize that the shadowy figure was a person like I literally thought that was just part of the shed so in my head I thought Jeff was like totally out of it and was seeing something like in his head yeah no, it, it's like super blurry like you can't tell what it was or at least I couldn't I just I thought I saw something there right but I didn't know how important it was either because it, it could just be another instance of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, during that too, uh, when Jeff is like Jeff, it admits that he thinks Jessa is dead mm-hmm. in this one, and he seems almost like uh, jovial or jolly, jolly about it. Like he's mm-hmm. not, he's not upset. Or, or as upset as I would think he is. He's, like, kind of joking about it. Just one of those, like... It, it's hard to tell if it's him not acting appropriately or if it's, like, just that... Sta- like, shock or just that stage of grief where it's, like, well, it's acceptance and they're just, like... He's just trying to move on. Um, but also... That specific conversation... um sort of brings up a point that we started going over when we were going through all of the out of YouTube stuff this time. Yeah. And that's that um, a lot of these conversations in either the hidden videos or these sort of like spliced in clips that start showing up in other videos. A lot of this stuff appears to take place well before it should be happening because like that's a conversation that would have only happened after the centralia video or like or like way back in the first batch that we watched uh when they were discussing like using the footage of the real slender man or not that video came out before the video where they show the real slender man in the house um so i don't know how you interpret that like there's a couple ways to take that do you have any ideas of like why that's happening? Well, I think we had discussed a little bit beforehand the the time anomalies that are going on. Yeah. And like potentially that has to do with what, how the videos come out as well because it's not some of them obviously are like the hidden videos or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. They they come out whenever they want and they might have information from future events right and i think in this instance perhaps that's that's similar or it may not be like uh like a malevolent force like slenderman or otherwise doing it it might just be someone else on the crew putting it out ahead of time without Mm. their knowledge okay that's interesting um Yeah, it's hard to tell right now because, like, obviously there is weird supernatural stuff going on. So it's possible that we're literally just getting glimpses of the future through video for whatever reason. And that's why they, like, literally cannot see them. Um, Or, like you said, it's just, like, they put out videos, like, off schedule from how we see them. Like, it's not real time necessarily. Like, they take time to edit them and do how however else um they set up their scheduling and in between that somebody's compiling all the stuff that they've taken since then and throwing it up it could be yeah. either well i think that's like the the hardest thing to sift through with this is figuring out which part of it is like the human element of fucking with us and mm-hmm. the supernatural element of fucking with us yeah i'm going to let you know that gets much harder to determine. Oh, I'm, I'm sure it does, because I'm, I'm things, already having trouble. Those things start to 
mix in interesting ways soon. So, well, I mean, that's what's so interesting about it, though, is like it. it there's nothing. There's no amount of evidence that I can gain to tell the difference between the two. Yeah, like I, I can watch and I can read certain things, but that still doesn't tell me who's doing what behind the scenes. Hmm. So, speaking of the hidden videos, they at this point, like, I think there's been what, like, four at this point. We had dot 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 dash 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 um, dot dash. And we're going to get one soon, but not quite. So we've had three so far. Just out of curiosity, have you gone back and like started trying to piece together what this is spelling out in Morse code? I haven't really looked into that. No. Um, it, it It's not for lack of curiosity. It's just that there's so much other stuff that's like, like right in my face. Yeah. Um, I want to go back because I know you had mentioned it was Morse code and I wanted to figure out what it was that it was spelling out. But So, so far from the ones we have right now, it's S-O-A. S-O-A. Yeah. So clearly whatever it is is not finished being spelled out, but no, that's what we're starting with. That's where we're at. I'm trying to think of any. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of words that could go along with that. I mean, the only one I can think of is soap. <laughs> right off the bat, but that would be interesting. I I don't even know how that would tie in. <laughs> I don't think I'm correct at all. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Um. What else was I curious about here? Uh, some of the stuff they pulled out of the box. Mm-hmm. More importantly, that the 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 weird like symbols on the paper. Oh yeah, there was a translation for that. Somebody did figure that out. Because um, I I couldn't place where that particular alphabet was from. <laughs> yeah, let me find on the wiki where that is. Third hidden box. So that one had the burnt pictures. Yes. Uh, an Everyman hybrid business card with Feed the Habit written on the reverse side. Uh, and then a piece of paper with encoded writing. So people on Unfiction did decode this as the good doctor is not so lucky as to be dead, just dealing with some old habits. And that's significant because Jesse in the Cops Check Nobody video where she revealed that like he's supposedly her uncle, um, she said she thought he had passed away. Yeah. So either that's not true or this code is lying to us, but or it's more time paradox yeah. stuff going on that we're just not aware of yet. And then this had another paper marked three out of seven. Uh, yeah. this, this time the quote was, there is no veiling your per- perception as anything more than illusion. So that's interesting. And then we get our very first Corinthal report. This one talking about the patient Evan and his nickname, Habit. Uh, he refused to be... Uh, addressed as anything but that. And, and you know, the the stabbing of the nurse. Yeah, he's a homicidal little kid. I don't think they say how old he is, but it's... I think the implication is that they're, like, fairly young. Yeah. Um, like, probably not even teens. But um, But even when the paper came out in 1971... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Evan is not that old. <laughs> yep, that's the tricky part. So I guess I guess let's get into it now. Let's just jump into the Corinthal stuff because yeah, it's I mean that's sort of the elephant in the room is that like it seems pretty clear 
that they are linked to our guys somehow. Because, like, okay, one person having the same name, coincidentally, whatever. But now we have two that line up. Um, well, it's not just the same name either, though. It's Evan shows, like, clear behavior that would relate at least a little bit to what this kid was going through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah, they, they had to, like, take away writing utensils from him if they were even a little bit sharp. Yeah. Because he just had this, like, obsession with sharp shit, like Evan seems to. And, like, the laughing. Yeah. During, like, violent moments. Mm-hmm. And also, in the other Corinthal report about Vincent, um, this one's a lot more subtle, but I personally thought they did a really good job of, like, when they were writing down the, like, first-hand account that this kid had apparently given. Maybe it's just me and how I read it, and, like, I'm subconsciously doing it, but I felt like the sort of cadence that it was written in sounds like Vinny's speech patterns. Yeah. I'm trying yeah. to find I didn't read actual... that far into it, but it I could see how he would say something like that though, because he's not he's not particularly aggressive about anything. Mm-hmm. And he seems kind of jovial most of the time. Like even when he was like, here we go again with like Jeff running off. Yeah. Like he didn't seem concerned. He was just kind of like, oh, well, here we go. Yeah. Cause like, no, sir, the Reverend was a very nice man. What's that? Oh no, no, he never struck me with struck me or any of the others. He was very kind. and would always share his stories and jokes with us. Me in particular. Like, I don't know, just something about the way it's written feels. It just feels like the way he would say stuff. Um, He asked me if I had ever played pirates. I was so happy. I began telling him stories about me and Captain Habit. That's really interesting. Because Vincent, both like current Vincent and this child Vincent technically shouldn't have any like connection to this habit situation, but he specifically calls out Captain Habit. Um, he lit a small candle and told us that we were going to explore a hidden cove. That's foreshadowing for something also. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So I think that was one thing Mike actually let slip in our first episode. He said uh, he mentioned a candle cove, um, which you may be familiar with as far as creepypasta I, goes. I feel like I've heard uh, the, the title somewhere, but I've not. I, that's it. I don't know anything else about it. Yeah. There's again, way, way later, there's there's a situation um where a candle cove kind of thing is brought up. Um but yeah, I thought that was very interesting that Vincent also mentioned habit in a sort of roundabout way. And the whole report was specifically written because they were saying like they couldn't accept Vince because they already had Evan and they didn't think that they could cohabit like haha <laughs> cohabitate um, yeah 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 for whatever reason so that's yeah, interesting which is interesting cuz well yeah I'll just repeat what you just said it's interesting <laughs> um beyond that too it it's why were they so concerned that they couldn't handle them? Like, it almost seems like there was something uh, supernatural about the report that they weren't, like, mentioning. They didn't want to put on paper. Cause it, or did they, like, lack facilities for them? I don't know. Um, another thing to mention about the Corinthal reports is that, so far, the ones that we have have both come out of the Fairmount Children's Home in Ohio. So that's where all this is taking place in the 70s, apparently. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's never really elaborated on why. Yeah, it's it's just like a thought in my head as to 
why why they would even bother mentioning that because I would think some a place like that should be used to dealing with like potentially too many kids at a time. Right. Um, so that that's what makes me think like something about them like is not compatible like they don't they aren't going to get along in a way that's safe, you know. Yeah. I mean it, it could be assumed that they were like special needs and they don't have the resources for that, but hmm. I, I don't know. And also so far both names on the reports are followed by something that's been redacted. It's like a report about patient redacted Evan or patient redacted Vincent. So yeah, what that is, is, I don't know. I I almost thinking about it, I thought maybe it was like a patient number and they had to redact it because it can't be a, like a, in a public format. Oh, yeah, that's true. But it I don't know. <laughs> Cuz yeah, I I don't even like with all the knowledge of the entire series, I don't remember or know what that could be about. It probably is a patient number. That makes sense. I, I'm, I'm just trying to think of any reason why they would actually redact something, or if like whoever found the paper redacted it themselves, because typically, like if you're typing something out, you would just put redacted. You wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You would edit it for that, but it's 1971, so maybe they didn't have that kind of technology yet. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna gonna let that sit there as it is. So we have Corinthal reports now. We're getting some of the background for Doctor Corinthal and these patients, whatever they end up actually being, um, is kind of besides the point at this point. But one thing that starts happening in in this current timeline is Alex starts posting videos. Um, and most of these so far have just been about his dog Sparky acting weird. Um, unfortunately, we can't go watch these. They were taken down. Um, so we just kind of had to read the transcripts. Um, but yeah, so... So far, there's not too much going on there other than Sparky acting strange, and we get those whispers that you can catch while Sparky's acting weird. Um, and he found like torn up papers, um, I guess some of Jeff's papers that he had been collecting for research had been completely torn up and shredded, and they led into Alex's closet. Um, which is where Sparky has been sort of fixating on. Um, and the the general idea there is that, like, apparently, like, maybe the fucking rake is in their house or something. I mean, that would that's what I immediately assumed as soon as you said he's... The dog was upset about the closet and the whispers and the torn up papers. Yeah, I don't think it was meant to be subtle. I think we're supposed to understand that at this point. Yeah, that seems like an obvious assumption that we're supposed to make. Yeah. So for whatever reason, after they found Linny's body, this thing like followed them home and is getting in somehow. I mean, creature. I haven't like read up on the rake. I don't know mm-hmm. what it's capable of really other than like being creepy and murderous yeah but um i i would assume it has some supernatural abilities to go to and from yeah i think the the basic gist of the rake from the original uh, creepypasta is that like it it finds like a victim it starts living in their house and then like uh at night it'll sort of like it it basically it's as if a sleep paralysis demon was like a real thing so like it'll like get on the foot of somebody's bed and start like whispering things to it 
And then the person will wake up and realize it's there and hear the whispers, but like can't do anything about it. And basically it just like torments people by like scaring the shit out of them in this way until it just decides it's had its fun and like eviscerates them. Um, Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So that's kind of the rake's MO. Well, sad. I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Uh, anyway, was there anything else that we could gain from Alex's videos? Um, I would say he says some very specific stuff that in hindsight is going to feel real gross and creepy. Um, but that's doesn't become clear until later. Um, but also his first video is like him basically brushing it off. He's like, my brother is crazy. His friends are crazy. He think like they think there's this weird stick man after them. I'm pretty sure that's not happening. But like the only reason I feel like I should make videos is so that I can give like a sane person's perspective on this whole thing because they're seeing ghosts and I don't think they're actually seeing ghosts. Which is kind of a, a that's actually a really good idea. Cause it, it gives that separate perspective. It kind of brings us back to the comfortable reality yeah. that we that we left behind. Oh yeah. But at the same time, it's like he he doesn't know because he's just he he doesn't really experience any of it at, until things I guess start going a little bit weird. Yeah, with I mean Sparky. Yeah, things will things will ramp up there too. I I'll say, I, I think it's pretty clear at this point. Alex is getting the brunt of the rake situation. Yeah, <laughs> that continues to be the case, um, and it goes to some pretty sad and dark places. Um, so it doesn't take him long to start believing that stuff is after the guys. I mean, how unlucky do you have to be to have <laughs> all, all of this happening to like just your group of friends? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Well, there's, there is a reason for it. Oh, I'm sure. Which is, I mean, we're starting to get the lore dumps now, but it's all going to come together. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I guess otherwise, I'll say a, a vast majority of the stuff that happened um, between videos here was on Twitter. There was a lot of Twitter discussion <laughs> in these few months, which, by the way, we are up to uh, November 4th now. So we're almost out of 2010. Well, we made it quite far. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 almost done with the first of eight years of this thing. Well, to be honest, these these first couple of sets of videos they don't take very long to get through. They're only no. like I don't know thirty thirty minutes in total. Yeah. So yeah, um, what <laughs> do, do you have any particular thoughts on the the Twitter stuff that's happening and like the stuff between Jeff and Damsel is pretty self explanatory, but like the sort of hijacking of the Twitter that's happening now. Um, these entities seem possessive. Like the, like they're fighting over who gets the rights to, I don't know, torment them. Yeah. I mean, pretty much with each other. And I, I like how they're called unsigned, but there's like a clear signature in the way that they're written. Yes. Yeah. There, there's very clearly two different voices here. Um, sort of differentiated by the writing style because the one that's suspected to be whatever habit is um, always types in all caps and then the other one is just sort of proper grammar which is suspected to be slender man yeah almost pompous yeah the, um, 
the the wiki says the normal ones are presumed to be Slenderman or Dr. Korenthal, but I personally do not buy this person being Dr. Korenthal at all, so I didn't even say that, because I just think that's totally off-base. Well, yeah, because it sounds malevolent. Korenthal isn't. Right, yeah. Um, the, the other thing I, I find interesting is the relation between the affected. So, like, if, if Evan is who I assume he is from, like, 1971 to who he is in these videos, yeah, he gains a little bit of that personality from Habit in certain scenarios, because Habit's way of writing is very aggressive and demanding yeah, and violent. And Evan, when he has his episodes, is very aggressive and demanding and violent. Mm-hmm. Almost like they're one and the same, or... Uh, he's heavily influenced by it. I can't really say the same of like Vinny and Slenderman, I guess. Because I haven't really seen Vinny go be particularly weird about anything. Yeah. But Evan is like, he has an obvious uh, <laughs> an obvious handle uh, based on that. Yeah, and and it is sort of, I guess the Corinthal reports do sort of imply this idea that like each entity that's existing here, um, every like weird cryptid does kind of have like some direct connection to one of the guys, like, like they're personal demons in some way. So like 1971, Evan like was habit and like said that he did things because habit told him to blah 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 and like the discussion with 1971 vinnie um when they found that he had like murdered the reverend or whatever um he directly said like well the man told me to do it because the man doesn't like to share again with the possessive nature of the whole thing and the man is probably Slender Man. We assume. Yeah. So it, um, it does seem like these things like specifically attach to one of them, but at the same time harass the whole group. Yeah. It's not just like one or the other. But it <laughs> that 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 brings up my uh a point I was gonna make in the Centralia video too. Mm-hmm. Where Evan specifically, like, like, obviously Slenderman shows up. And Evan is just like, I'm going to kill it. I have to kill it. Like, he's aggressive towards it every time he sees it. Almost oh, like yeah. He's influenced to be that way. Yeah. That, I don't think that was the Centralia video. I think that was the, the spot where they went in, like, Brooklyn or whatever. Which and one? they didn't find anything. And then as they were leaving, Slenderman shows up. And he like tries to go at it with a bat, and it looks like he just straight up gets teleported when he hits it. Yeah, it kind of goes blank. Yeah, and then he wakes up, throwing up blood and all that. And then they, then they try to get him to a hospital, run into Slenderman on the road, and decide, fuck it, let's just run him over. And then they all get teleported back to, I guess, Evan's house. And they wake up and everything's fine. Yeah. Which again is more like time paradox stuff. Yeah. So, uh, hey, don't try to beat up Slenderman, maybe. I mean, I thought that would be obvious. (laughs) Yeah, doesn't seem like it's working for you. I don't think it's ever worked for (laughs) anyone. No, probably not. Like any of the, like, if they knew anything about him, which I'm assuming that they do, based on like they're trying to like fake the Slenderman episode or uh, videos. Yeah, that's fair. My my first assumption would be like, hey, if this thing is real, don't fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> so but, uh, I, I'm gonna go over this first Twitter fight between these two, uh, because I just love them so much. I love that this is a thing that exists in this world. Um, so it started with supposedly Slenderman, saying, take solace in the rain, my children, it only means I'm near. 
and I guess unfiction members like actually went and like retroactively looked up the weather forecast for Princeton at the time, and it actually was raining, so it was just like a cute little thing Perfect. they did. Yeah. Um, and then the all caps hits back with disregard the banter. Uh, Slenderman says, "Oh, how pleasant it is to be torn." And then. It is I who inhabits the sanctuary. The only thing not in caps is the in and inhabits just to sort of emphasize yeah. that that's a very uh, deliberate word choice. Um, and then he says, oh, a classic power struggle, is it? And then hours go by and the all caps comes back. I urge you to leave. And then its response is, they are already mine. Good luck. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just thinking about like a fight between two malevolent but very conscious, almost yeah. like supernatural deity-like creatures. Yeah. It's great. Man, I can't wait to get into... There, at one point, there's a habit lore dump that kind of explains what his whole deal is, or its whole deal. It's hard to describe. Um, and I love that piece. And normally, we don't spend a bunch of time like going into detail about certain posts. But I think even if I don't go over it with you, you should take the time to read that whole lore dump because. Like I was saying, um, obviously this is a very like cryptic or cryptid slash uh, creepypasta focus series, but Habit is the thing that is like entirely their own IP. Like they came up with it, so they kind of have to explain what's going on there a little bit more, and they do, and it's very cool. Um, well, I mean that's right up my alley. That's some of my favorite stuff to read when I get the opportunity is just like lore about these terrible creatures or whatever they are. Yeah. So I say that knowing very little about uh, the rake. I know quite a bit about Slenderman, but that mm -hmm. that's just from other stuff. Yeah, I would say uh, definitely read the original Rake Creepypasta. I think that's where they pulled the name Linny from, too. I, I vaguely remember there being a Linny in that story. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. Um, and also, uh, again, just sort of keeping track of, like, themes and sort of motifs in the series. They did the music thing again, um, where that whole car ride where they're discussing stuff before they find that body um the rake song by the decemberist <laughs> is playing um which again is it, it's not as like creepy of a song as the animal collective one was but it's it's horrible like the lyrics of that song are fucking atrocious in a very sort of tongue in cheek like it it just sounds like a goofy folk song but like if you pay attention to what he's saying it's awful it's it's like this song about a bachelor who uh finally settles down and gets married and like has a ton of kids that he can't fucking stand so he like runs down the list of the ways that he kills them in Ooh. in succession until like the end is just like him celebrating his freedom again after like removing his kids. It's so Not fucked long. up. Yeah. Oh man. But you had made mention that the music is important most of the time. It's I wouldn't say it's important more that it's just always very like on point for the situation. Like it the music they're playing almost always directly references the things that are happening at the time, like whether it's through the lyrics or just like the title, like the rake song. 
um, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's always it's always very like self-referential. And it, I'm pretty sure it's one of the reasons they never ended up monetizing this thing. They never put ads on these videos because they specifically wanted to be able to um, put licensed music on it without worrying about like copyright and stuff. Yeah, getting the good old band hammer from YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one more th- thing I did want to make mention of, and it was how Evan seems to be defending the damsel girl. Like, oh yeah, really outright. Yeah, really hard. I mean, he posted a whole video about it. Injustice. Yeah, the whole video about it. He's uh. He says the can you see the words girl seems all right. He is I don't know, he he, he seems almost like aggressive about it. Again, mm-hmm. which is like that that behavior that I'm starting to pick up on a little bit. Yeah. And every time it comes up to like he never gets it, it's interesting cuz he's he's like very adamant about it in that video. But it comes up a lot in conversation and like Jeff and Vinny are like fuck this girl. And yeah, he always right. he always tries to like get a word in and just like she seems okay, but he never really like pushes it when it's the other guys. Yeah, he never confronts really them about it. He seems yeah. kind of like on the sideline. Yeah. So, that's interesting. One one thing I feel like we'd be remiss not mentioning is before Damsel gets put in a psych ward because Jeff called the cops on her. Um, She cued a post to go up on. Can you see the words, which sort of lays out her whole backstory of like why she moved. And she clears up that like her parents weren't just like randomly murdered. It was 100% a slender man attack. Um, It, ties the um like entrails in bags hanging on trees it directly ties that to slenderman so that's like indicative of him now yeah retrospectively going yeah. back with evan in the bags yeah so that's that's a pretty big plot point that like she left and she's you know medicated and and like monitored because she was the only sort of suspect for this huge basically mass murder that took place with the rest of her family um obviously they can't pin it on her because it wasn't her but yeah so that so that happens she posts that and then that also sort of where we end around centralia um jeff has sort of turned back um he's done a 180 on like accusing damsel and he's he's sort of on board with the idea that she's just also caught up in this and it's not her fault i mean i'm still unconvinced i still think she has a hand in it maybe hmm. not like purposely Oh, like okay. of of her own volition, sort of similarly to Evan. Yeah. Hmm. What but, if she is the Slender Man? Uh. <laughs> well, I've never seen Slenderman take a form like <laughs> her, so I'm not sure. But again, I don't know anything. So <laughs> Slenderman just really wanted to use Tumblr, so he figured out a way. Okay, so maybe like he kind of possesses her a little bit. To do that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just fucking around. Okay, no, don't <laughs> fuck with me, man. I don't know anything. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just goofing. New boot goofing. New boot goofing. All right, so in an effort to sort of streamline the ending of these podcasts, I had already made a selection of videos for us to get through for next time and 
promptly did not write it down or anything. <laughs> so I'm going to have to take a minute <laughs> to figure out. I'll remember as soon as I see the playlist. But I was going to say, I can try and fill like the dead space in with, uh, well, I'm not going to sing because I don't know how to sing very well. Um, I could fill it in with like my crackpot theories. <laughs> oh yes please I would love to hear those I mean I don't have many at this point but I mean I, I am absolutely convinced that like Evan either is Habit or is like directly influenced by him and has like moments where he just can't control hmm uh, okay and I I'm still trying to figure out why the hell Slenderman is so interested in this group, other than the fact that, like, they made the dumb mistake of making a fake Slenderman thing, which instantly instilled this, like, semi-cohesive belief in him. That's reasonable, yeah. I will say there is... There is an answer to that question. There's a very specific answer to that question. That we'll get to eventually. I was gonna say, I don't... You don't have to tell me now. I'm I'm sure we'll get to it. Um, I'm still trying to tie in how the rake got into all this, but again, I assume it, it maybe it's just attracted to all the activity altogether. Yeah, could be. Okay, so I've got a selection. So I will say we're going to go from the next video, which is the next hidden video, dot, 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 down to the video titled The Hidden Videos. Um, Because that one is a really nice sort of cliffhanger and also an interesting little bit of lore. So I think that's a good place to end. Um, And... I should also say this batch of videos we watched this time included, well, it would have included two videos that were leaked um, that the guys did as an entry to like a short horror film contest that in a lot of ways tied into EMH, but wasn't really related. So if you're watching along with us and you came across those videos in a playlist or whatever, you can disregard them. Um, they are 100% not canon. The, it was a huge debate among the viewership whether or not they should be taken as canon. Eventually, they did come out and say, like, no, it's not related, even though it's like the same subject matter. So disregard those. I didn't even include them in the playlist. I just figured I should mention them. It's better not to follow down a dark path. Yeah. You want it to be canon, but it's not. <laughs> okay, so that's what we'll do. We'll do dot, 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 down to the hidden videos. Go over all the in-between stuff as well. Uh, this time, I guess, in coming episodes, we'll sort of tack on a spot here for like questions and comments from people. Uh, if you want to send in stuff to oldhabitspod at gmail.com or just like tweet at oldhabitspod on Twitter, um, I'll be checking those periodically and compiling any sort of relevant questions and sort of sifting out the stuff that's a little too spoilery. Um, we should probably make mention that we're not doing an episode next week. Yes. Yeah, I included that in the announcements section. But yeah, that's okay. <laughs> that is Im- that is important. Uh, we are skipping next week. It's the holidays. Uh, Christmas falls on Friday, I think. Um, so we had enough like scheduling uh, issues this week <laughs> that like next week would be a nightmare, I'm sure. Um, so we're just skipping it. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, apologies for the late episode. Um, but we will be right back after that week, going back at it. Um, and I think that's it for me. 
if there's anything you wanted to end on. Nope. Uh, that I think we pretty much covered everything. Hopefully Mike will be with us next week mm-hmm. and we'll be back to normal. Or, well, not next week, the week after next week. Yes. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we are getting into it now. Like I said, we're about ready to dive into act two. Um, once again, huge shout out to Jeff Koval um, for showing interest in our very tiny amateur podcast and giving us a bit of a shout out. Very cool. Thanks for that. Yeah, um, wasn't expecting that at all. That's yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's it for old habits this week. We will see you next time. See you guys.